Hey, hey, y'all, and welcome to Should Have Been Thursdays. I'm Courtney. And I'm Kelly. (laughs) Cheers. So today is the fifth episode in our series, so we know what that means. What's that mean, Kelly? Um, breaking news. Yeah. It's a recap episode. That's right. Recap episode, y'all. So before we get into the news stories, we want to take a moment to thank all the lovers and friends who gave us their stories to make recap episodes possible. And thank you to everyone who has sent us follow-ups to this block of episode. We love you guys. If this is your first time tuning in, let's just set the ground rules. What you're about to hear on this award-winning podcast are personal stories or stories from our lovable friends and family talking about embarrassing and or entertaining topics about what we should have been. And we're always looking for new stories, so send them in to us, okay? So let's get right into it. You ready, Kelly? I am ready for this award-winning podcast. Here we go. This might be an award-winning episode. Oh, I should say join at the round table today. We have our husbands. Um, they were so nice to join us. It's you know we're very busy. It's Christmas week, but we're here doing it. Thanks for coming, guys. Thanks, Bill, for bringing the emergency tequila. We were out. So, <laughs> all right. So first episode, cat facts with Brandon. Good sport award to Brandon. Let's give Brandon a round of applause. I got so much feedback on that episode. I think people really liked it. They loved how big of an asshole I was to Brandon. Who wouldn't? And I think the live voicemail recording was a fan favorite. Um, I should point out, so for my follow-up story, Brandon was not the only victim for the cat facts. Um, we also did the cat facts to my good friend Jackie. You've heard about her before. She took an entirely different approach to the harassment and ended up going to Verizon and asking them to cut her phone off <laughs> because she thought she had been hacked. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to intervene and tell her once we realized that she was like full on spiraling, which is the very Jackie thing to do and was about to make a terrible rem- like move, cutting off her phone that she had had forever. We were like, okay, no, 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 that was us. It was all us. Like, do not do that. But after the cat fact episode aired, someone reminded me of another prank we pulled on somebody at the same, same time frame, And of course it involves Haley. So Haley and I had this, amazing friend at work, Valerie. And she was a friend of mine and a neighbor before we ever worked together. And we are super, super close. And she was basically like, I would describe her as an inappropriate work mom. So she was, you know, very maternal, motherly, help us through our bad days and bad moments with like maternal encouragement. And then two seconds after a rude customer would leave, she would turn around and talk just mad shit about the person. (laughs) It was amazing. She was like Sour Patch Grandma, who actually acts more like a 25-year-old. So we were telling somebody about the cat fact prank, and they were like, oh, there's this other prank I saw recently on iPhones. And the only difference is this one you have to do to someone who has mediocre technology aptitude. Okay, and we have to get their cell You have to actually physically have their cell phone. So sweet, sweet Valerie had just upgraded to an iPhone. This was several, several years ago. And it was years after everyone else had gotten an iPhone. So she finally gets an iPhone. And every day she needed a little tutorial on how to do things. It was very cute. But 
pretty much every day after she got this phone, we needed to show her how to set up her passcode or how to download Facebook or all of these things. And we had put our heads together and decided Valerie was the perfect target for this other prank. So in between customers one day, she asks us how to show her how to do something. And I take her phone and I pretend like I'm working really hard on how to get like Instagram on her phone or something. <clears throat> but what I really was doing was doing this prank where you go to the settings and you can auto replace words on the keyboard. So basically it went like this. The iPhone has a setting that allows a word to be immediately replaced with another word. So if it drives you crazy that your iPhone substitutes the word ducking for another popular word, ending in ucking in the English language, you can actually go into the text replacement settings and make it to where every time you type ducking, it automatically replaces it with whatever word you prefer to use instead of ducking. And, and it's done so that people who are constantly making the same spelling error, it will replace it automatically. Or you could do things like an acronym. So now people use acronyms all the time, but back then you could have typed like OTW and when you typed those three letters, it would automatically replace it with on the way for you. Okay. So we weren't trying to do anything to PG 13 to sweet Valerie. Cause she, like I said, we loved her, but we were inspired by the cat back prank we had just pulled. So we decided to replace the word now. Every time she said now we replaced it with meow. <laughs> <laughs> so I do this switcheroo real fast and give the phone back to Valerie. And honestly, we forget we did it because I'm sure we were busy. Several days go by and all of a sudden she was like hunting and pecking. That's how she text messages, like with one finger. And she's like hunting and pecking and she sends a text and then she like slaps her palm on her forehead. And we're like, what's wrong? She's like, I can't stop that fingering the letters on this tiny keyboard. And she goes, I had just told someone I couldn't answer them right now because I'm at work. And instead I said, I can't answer you right meow. And I was like, Oh my God, I forgot we did that. And she's like, it keeps happening. And I think I'm just going to go back to like my flip phone, my like Nokia. So we just all bust, bust out laughing. And she's laughing too. Cause she thinks she's told like a funny joke. And finally we have to like stop her. We couldn't let this kind soul go back to the Nokia life. And we had to admit what we had done and we were bracing ourselves. We thought she would be mad, but she was actually so relieved that it wasn't like her, her, her own texting, her inability. And, and she thought it was a good prank. And everyone going into the Christmas holiday, I confirmed this was many years ago, but this is still an option on your iPhone. So if you'd like to prank a loved one over the holiday season, I'd love to hear how that turned out. So, you know. I think that's uh I think that's uh in the cards for us. Yeah. I mean we can't do it right meow in front of <laughs> Bell and Suter. Nice. It'll have to be somebody who didn't who's not here tonight, but um it's worth the wait. They don't realize it right away, but when they do and they obviously are gonna always point it back to you and me, Kel, but <laughs> listeners, you do it. You do it. So we love you, Valerie. So um okay, the next episode. First of all, I don't want to. I don't want to steamroll you, Kelly. Do you have any um, cat facts stories you'd like to add tonight? Um, I don't have a cat facts story, but the you know your prank on the iPhone reminded me of a prank Bill pulled several years ago, and I don't think our friend would mind us sharing. Um, we have a friend. You know him well. He 
uses Siri for every single thing oh boy. on his phone. Everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like, hold, the, hold over your phones because it's going to, he'll say, hey Siri, text so-and-so. And you don't have a number. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming. She didn't follow her own directions. And uh, so one evening, he left his phone out and he, I don't know, disappeared, took a nap, went to bed early. And Bill took his phone and first put an inappropriate picture on as the background of classic the, of, the, <laughs> of the phone but then went into the settings and changed the voice of Siri to be an Australian woman oh boy <laughs> and same thing i think we all forgot about it and maybe the next day at some point he went to tell to text someone and he said hey Siri text blah 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 <laughs> And it was an Australian woman, and he flipped the <laughs> hell out. It threw him for a loop. He threw his phone. He was freaking out because he had no idea how the voice changed. And it took him a long time to figure out how to get that setting back. Oh, I love that so much. Shout out to Bill for that. Good prank. job, Bill. But he still has the background on his phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, I would really love to hear other people's pranks to make me and my friends like Bill feel like less of assholes when we do stuff to people. But they're my favorite kind of stories. A a good prank, not a mean prank, but like, you know, harmless. So, you know, get those to me. Change people's settings to a different uh, accent. My mom prefers British accent for everything, all her GPS and everything. It's like, turn now. I'm like, mom, what is this? She's like, I like it. I, I do. I prefer the British accent. I can't I can't understand British accent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next episode, wardrobe malfunctions. People sent me two short little stories. So my friend Wiley, which is one of my girlfriends, also my son's name. I was like, not. Yeah, not no, not to get to confused. I'm not letting my nine-year-old submit stories to this podcast. <laughs> um, but this this friend of mine, Wiley, is the image of poise. She's Always professional, very loyal, very thoughtful, just overall really put together human. Um, she is so poised and put together that when I asked her if she wanted to just send me a voice memo to play on the air, she basically psycho overanalyzed the sound of her voice and pentameter and requested that I just tell it. She's that classy, y'all. So she couldn't even come, like, she didn't even want to hear her own voice on this. So, you know, Wiley, one day I hope to be. As classy and as poised as you. It's not looking good. <laughs> so Wiley was on her way to go see the Nationals play in D.C. And she was on the Metro. And have you ever used the Metro in D.C., Kelly? Maybe once or twice. It is a well-oiled machine of a process. And they are like to the second on time. It's, it's crazy. It's not like other cities I've been in. And Wiley is wearing these adorable red sparkly flip-flops to the game, which I'd expect nothing less out of her. And she's getting off the Metro. And as she makes a transition from the train onto the station landing, she pulls like a Cinderella and drops her flip-flop down to the tracks. In her words, she dropped the shoe down a small two inch opening. Just her luck is what she said. So she had to, I'm not sure if it wasn't allowed to have a shoe on the track or if she really wanted her shoe back because she didn't want to be barefoot in, you know, the streets of DC. Either way, um, she 
finds an employee to help her and they have to stop all the trains because only <laughs> only certain employees are authorized to go on the tracks to retrieve things. So she said that they stopped the DC Metro for eight straight minutes for her wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> she, she probably pissed off, I don't know, one million District of Columbians with that little number. Um, but she did want me to point out that there was a silver lining that while she was standing like on one foot because she wouldn't put her other foot down, a homeless man came up to her and thought she was trying to do the stanky leg. So he taught it to her properly while they waited. <laughs> I mean, that's a classic dance move. I know. And it kind of it kind of is like I've dropped my flip flop and I'm trying to put it back on. Like that's kind of what yeah. the stanky leg look like, you know. I like it. So maybe on the should have been tour we'll get Wiley to do a crowd to interaction. Do the stanky yeah. leg. Teach it to do us. Do the stanky. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Maybe you can sing it. I, I will. Okay, perfect. I'll, I'll wrap it. <laughs> okay, Kelly, you know this story I'm getting ready to tell. So the next wardrobe malfunction, and I want to stress, I have permission to tell the story. I had permission when we were drinking, and then the next day in the, in the light of the sober sun, I got permission again. So I met a new listener, made a new friend last week, Aparna. She gave you permission to tell a story. She did. <laughs> I met her because Kelly and I went to Philly to go see the legend herself, Mariah Carey. And um, we had a, a fabulous time. Fabulous, fabulous time. But since the inception of the podcast, I've started noticing that there are certain people in this world that just have a way about them. I'm going to call it the should have been Thursday's glow. And Aparna <laughs> definitely has this aura. I'm saying her name she right, does. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she does. Um, <clears throat> bitch was glowing. She was telling me all kinds of stories and the story would start by her saying, Oh my God, now this one is something for your podcast. Like, <laughs> she was the kind of person like in big fat Greek wedding. It was like any word they can relate to Greek, any word you could tell Aparna and she'd be like, I got a story for you. I got a story for you. <laughs> so I told her I was looking for recap stories, you know, try to fine tune the number of stories she's telling me. Um, cause I was off the clock. You know, I was trying to go to Mariah Carey, and I, I, she was telling me some great ones. So I said, I'm looking for wardrobe malfunction, malfunctions. And she was like, oh, my God, I have a banger of a short story for you. <laughs> I wish I could do her accent because she's Indian but also Pennsylvanian. It's like this yeah. amazing it's a, accent. It's a great accent. I, I loved it. <laughs> I loved her and Alicia. I had a great time. Um, remind me to say something about Alicia, too, before we're done. But – um. <laughs> She said there was this time where she went, and these are her words, balls to the wall partying downtown <laughs> <laughs> when she was younger. She said it was shots on shots on shots and a whole evening of pounding the beverages of the alcoholic variety. You know, it's not shots. <laughs> so she, she's out all night partying, having a great time. Fast forward, after this night of wilding out, she kind of hits the the about to blow chunks wall. You know that feeling where you're like, mm -hmm. I need to go home immediately. And um, it's like when it's clear you should abandon ship. Semisonic is playing closing time in your brain. you got to go home. So her friends hail a cab. And right before they get in the cab, she erupts like Courtney Cox after chugging Pepto <laughs> and puked all over the city curb, like everywhere. Puke city everywhere and the cab drivers just standing there with the door open they're about to get in the cab and they're the friends she said 
assumed the cab driver is going to be like, whoop, drunk girls, I'm out. Like, I don't want them in my cab. But apparently he was some kind of angel, and he was like, I want to make sure you guys get home. Maybe an angel. Hold on. He said, I'll still take you. I'll still take you home. I'm worried about the whole scene I just saw, and I'm worried about the location of where you guys are standing, which, shout out to the chauffeurs that get people home safely again. Should have been a chauffeur. He said, the only thing is she cannot bring her vomit clothes. She had puked all over herself. Like, you cannot bring the vomit clothes into my car. (laughs) And so I imagine at this point, if this were me and Kelly, we would have multiple layers because, you know, we don't dress like slut buckets. So... (laughs) I'm not saying that Aparna did, but I'm just saying I have no idea what the situation was. I think she would was. fully admit that she probably did. Was just dressed like a slut bucket. <laughs> but I'm assuming they were trying to figure out what layers the friends could give her to ride home in. And her solution, because she's drunk and needs to get home, modesty be damned, she just takes off her top and her pants, throws them on the curb, and gets in the taxi in her underwear. <laughs> and she said she rode the whole way home in the taxi in her underoos. <laughs> Thanked the man, paid the man, and bebopped right to the front door, mostly and nude. And arrived home safely. <laughs> Maybe a bit cold, but safely. I'm like, did the guy just want, because she's adorable. I'm like, did the guy just want to see her with no clothes on or whatever? But I think it was probably more. He didn't want the puke in his car. Didn't want the puke in his car, but he also. Was still nice enough to get her home. Yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> for him. <laughs> But here's to many more parts. She told me some hum dingers, y'all. So I, we'll, we're gonna need to get her to make a trip down here. Yes, she's we're coming. Gonna she's live. gonna come see Liberna Park in the spring. Oh, perfect. So okay. we'll, we'll do a whole thing. We'll have her on maybe. But um, back real quick, Alicia. So you know we've been hounding her for weeks about her gas station story. Mm-hmm. She delivered. She finally told me the gas station story. It's very good. And then she also told me several other stories, including um, deer repellent and um, one story I'm going to tell for the Christmas episode. So, you know, we had to hound her, but she she provided. She finally mm-hmm. took some time, yeah. focused, yep, and yeah. provided. Yes. So those are more more of my Philly girls are going to be <laughs> contributing. Okay. So next episode, lesbian in Mexico City, which I'm going to combine the follow-up with a weatherman story. But first, my amazing co-host here has a weather story, and she's agreed to see, to share it. And you all heard me. I asked her in advance last time if she had a story, and she said no. But like so many listeners, a story came to her while we were doing the episode. So this little bitch nugget is coming out of her shell, people. <laughs> I just choked on my drink. Yes. Let's hear it, Kelly. Let's hear your weather story. No, now you've hyped it up too much. Kelly. It's, it's going to be like a total fail. Okay. So, the men are being distracting. <laughs> yes. They're being good, though. They're, you guys are getting good behavior I'm today. saying nothing. <laughs> you, just, you just said something. Yeah. All right, starting Kelly, so, now. Starting now. Okay, Kelly's weather story. Here we go, folks. So, Courtney wanted to tell me a weather story, or wanted me to tell a weather story. Mm-hmm. These guys are really distracting. Okay, stop taking pictures um, of us. <laughs> I'm trying to take a picture of the ball feet for Christmas ornaments. So one year, uh, we went to see Justin Timberlake, Man of the Woods tour. I think it was like 2018-ish. Um, I had gotten tickets for my sister, Alicia, and I, as well as four other friends. We decided we were going to go to Madison Square Garden, because that's, it's iconic. You have the to go to Madison Square Garden, see Justin Timberlake there. Um, tickets were in March. 
I booked a flight because it's not close. And um, my sister had a train ticket. Bottom line, there's a blizzard coming. And everyone's like, I don't know if this concert's going to happen. I was like, guys, it's New York City. They don't cancel anything. They never shut down. The show must go on. Broadway never shuts down. This was pre-COVID. And (laughs) (laughs) I think I literally said Broadway never shuts down. Pre-COVID. And so um, I got on the flight. I went up to New York City. I got there the day before. The day before the storm would arrive. And my sister was like, screw it. I'm going too. Took the train. Everyone else that was supposed to go bailed. That's the worst. Lame. They bailed. And I will say this directly to them because they know that. Um, And what do you know? Tuesday night. The concert's Wednesday night. Tuesday night we're up there. They announced that they're canceling the concert because the blizzard's coming. It's going to bring over a foot of snow. First time in years and years and years they canceled the New York City public schools for snow. Everything shut down. But you know what didn't shut down? Broadway. Nice. So, yeah, Yeah. Alicia and I were like, shit, what are we going to do now? We're stuck in a club quarters, two foot by two foot hotel, staring at each other. We're like, well, (laughs) what do you do when you're in New York City? Your concert gets canceled. You go out drinking. Mm -hmm. And then the next day we got Blizzard special Broadway tickets. Because, again, Broadway did not shut down. Everything else did. We went and saw The Waitress, which is an amazing Broadway show if you've not seen it. It's coming out in theaters. Um, Oh, it is? Yeah, it is. It's actually one of my favorite Broadway plays. And we had an amazing weekend. It was actually, or I was midweek, but we had an amazing time. (laughs) Let me ask you a question, Kelly. Did you get slizzard in a blizzard? We did. We got slizzard, you know, like a G6. Yeah. Um, We went to an amazing Italian restaurant with my brother. Um, we had a great time. Yeah. And six months later, November, the follow, the same year in November, I think it was October, November, Justin Timberlake returned to Madison Square Garden. Our tickets were honored and we went back to the city to see him. All's well that ends well. All's well that ends well. But I mean, weather people, right? I mean, you, again, we've, I think we've talked about this, right? You can, you can be wrong. You can be wrong. You can be right. They Obviously were. They happened to be right that time. You didn't have a lot of trust in them because you still you still trust. I said, forward. screw that. They're not going to shut down Madison Square Garden. No, they're not going to do it. I've never heard of that. No, and again, pre-COVID, pre-COVID. Now we know it's possible. Yeah. Well, I mean, if if I made it to New York and it blizzard, I could think of no two better people on this earth to bar hop with. I'm sure the bars were even busier. The bars were busy. Everybody's. Restaurants were packed. Yeah, I'm sure. We, we, we went, we found this great Italian place. It was really good. And, you know, like I said, I think we saw the waitress for like 10 bucks. Amazing. And Alicia really enjoyed staying at this shitty hotel with me. <laughs> That's the only part of the story I would not have liked. No, she's, she prefers nicer hotels. I have no idea why we had this shitty hotel. <laughs> And it was, it was so small. It was like, we have to go out and do something because we cannot sit in this room. Well, you made the most of it. We did. Good for you girls. Good for you girls. I mean, the weather's a real bitch. Can really, it's, can really. She's a real bitch. She is. Mother nature. (laughs) Thank you, Kelly. That was good. You're welcome. That was good. Okay, so. For the record, Courtney reminded me to tell this story last week. 
as you heard, and then I forgot about it till just tonight. Well, I appreciate you doing that instead of the usual, Cody didn't give me any notice, you know. (laughs) I actually wrote the script for this episode on the way home from Philly, on the train from Mariah Carey. After an amazing night out for Mariah. Yes, where we, once again, were in a sketchy part of the city waiting on a cab. True. <laughs> and it, the True. temperature dropped to sub-zero. It was, it was freezing. Actually, let's, let's discuss this for a minute. Okay, what do you got? If you have ever been in Philly and gone to a sporting event or a concert, there's, it's a complex, right? You have Citizens Bank Park. You have Lincoln Financial Field. You have the Wells Fargo Center. All the things are there. In the middle, they have what they call an Xfinity Center. It's like six or seven bars in a big building. The game plan, as with anyone that goes to any of those events ever, anytime, goes to the ballpark, football game, concert, basketball game, whatever, and then goes to the Xfinity Xfinity. Center for a drink after the event. We talked it up. Parna said she was going to ride a bull. We were hyped up. There's a bull there you can ride. Bill Bill has a bull riding story. Like an open market. It's like yeah, it's like a big open thing with a million bars. You go look up uh, the last, when the Phillies won the national championship series, they all went there. They were partying on the balcony. Anyway, it's a thing. Mm -hmm. We leave Mariah. We're all hyped up. It's a great concert. We go to Xfinity Center. It's freaking closed for a private event. But you know, I think Mariah rented it out. Mariah, if you're listening, would you confirm that you rented that out for your crew? Because... The whole place was rented out, but it's huge, and we couldn't see anybody going in or out. So no. I really think it was her. I, I did feel bad. There was one, there was no security. There was one guy trying to keep everyone out. Oh, yeah, and he was like a 30-year-old nerd. <laughs> he, we were keeping him from watching Star Wars at home, and he was having to keep everybody out. I felt really bad for him. No offense, guys. I know you're Star Wars nerds, I did. I did feel bad for him. That's why we, we did not run into the party to try and run away from him like – Several other people oh, yeah. did. Yeah, poor guy. I felt bad. Well, well that's, we have to go back to Philly and get more should have been stories. Yeah, I need so. I need to take you there. Yeah, and um, not yeah. in a blizzard. I'm good. No blizzards. No, we'll go when it's warmer. <laughs> <laughs> that way, if it's closed, we have somewhere to go. Yeah, we were freezing to death, and Kelly was wearing this shirt. So Kelly had asked if she should wear a jacket. This is another weather story, and I was like, I don't know. It doesn't look that cold, and how far is the place? Like how much are we going to have to walk? And everybody was like, not, we're not walking much at all. So Kelly doesn't wear a jacket and she's in this like screen printed <laughs> bikini Santa outfit. I don't even know how to describe it, but it wasn't <laughs> warm. So Kelly was out there freezing to death, but we were closing our rings. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So last recap story of the night. I've been saying I'm going to tell Mexico City weather together. Okay. So let's just go back to Mexico City for a second. You picture this. Me, the lipstick lesbian in the relationship, trying to go on a date with my flannel-wearing, soccer-obsessed girlfriend to go see men wrestle in masks. And we're very excited. Lucha Libre, I mean, it was definitely top of the list of what we wanted to do when we got there. One problem, this was... um, several years ago. And I think that this has been remedied since then, but international travel, we couldn't get cell phone service. We could only get Wi-Fi. And um, I'm sure there was a way to fix this, but I don't know how. I don't. I think you can do like pay to have your 
plan be international for a period. Anyway, we didn't do that. So everything that required us to use a phone, we had to use at the hotel on Wi-Fi. So everywhere we went on this trip, we would look up the street maps and write down like on the hotel notebook paper what our turns had to be, every move we had to make um, because we couldn't get real-time directions. And y'all, I have no sense of direction. I am so, so bad at maps and I have no idea how to read them. And I just, I must have skipped that day in school or something. So a future episode, I have a whole story about getting lost, trying to follow a map, but lots of stories. But this real time, not having the turn by turn directions was a recipe for disaster, but we made it work like, like lesbians always do. We trudged on, <laughs> we wrote down the directions everywhere. You didn't have map, you didn't print out your map quest directions. We didn't have access to a printer that I know of. <laughs> so we would have to write down everything that we were going to have to walk to all day long for the whole trip. And it had worked. This was one of the last nights. And this, this night we knew exactly where to go and where to meet the people, everything. And we had them on the hotel paper. So we make the first two turns and suddenly it's, it's like really muggy. Mexico City's weird weather anyway. It's like 4 p.m. and it's starting to get dark in the middle of the summer. And I'm like, mm, what's going on? We can't check the weather app. I'm guessing we didn't check before we left. And without any warning, it starts to rain. And I'm not talking just like a summer storm. It rained so, so hard. There needs to be another word for how hard it was raining. It was like a faucet was pouring water on our heads. I'm not exaggerating. Never in my life have I been in a storm like that, that within minutes we were completely drenched. You couldn't see in front of your face. You couldn't see your hand in front. It was insanity. And there was no wind. So the the rain is just pouring straight. Buckets are pouring on you. And not just getting wet was awful, but the water is rising on the street, like under our feet. And finally, we're, we're like freaking out a little bit. We're not ever going to admit it to each other. So we find a little stoop. And this like small awning and we, we hop up a couple steps and water is all the way up to the second step. And we're on like the third or fourth one. It was like a flash flood and we're trying not to panic <laughs> and we're trying to decide, you know, maybe it'll leave as fast as it came on and we're going to pull out the directions to figure out. We're kind of like not even sure where we ran to and we're trying to figure out what the next turn should be. And Haley gets, she gets the paper out of her pocket and it's basically turned into an oversized spit wad. <laughs> There's... The ink, it can't read anything on the paper. And we're trying to regroup. The rain stopped. Literally, as fast as it came on, it stopped. But we are standing in. It's flooded. And we don't speak for a few minutes, like just trying to regroup for what we had just been through. And I knew Haley was really, really excited for Lucia Libre. And I'm like, we're going we're gonna to make this happen. We're going to figure this out. So we, we're going to walk a few stores down. And see if anybody there can, in our broken Spanish, tell us how to get to where we're trying to go to. Well, the first two stores were locked and had piles of cardboard at the like the front of the door trying to keep the store from flooding. And then we finally get to the third one and they're telling us what to do. And it we're like, oh, thank you. Um, gracias. And then we get out in the street. I'm like, I have no idea what that, what they just said to us. And Haley's like me either. And so she looks at me and she, she can tell that I'm, I'm hesitant to say we should pull the plug because she really wants to do it. And I'm not trying to, I'm not, I'm not a dream crusher, Olivia. I'm not a dream crusher. So <laughs> nice reference. Thank you. So she said, let's go 
let's go back to the room. Like we were so soaked. Like we were already wet from this whole thing. It wasn't, it was humid, hundred percent humidity. She's like, let's go back to the room. We looked like drowned lesbian rats and we were defeated. We had to retrace our steps back to the hotel because, again, we don't have directions. And we ended up just ordering pizza and watching Queer Eye. But, and I only think we watched Queer Eye because soccer must not have been on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the Lucha Libre Stadium. Was, oh, go Sorry, ahead. was Queer Eye, Queer Eye in Spanish or in English? It was in English, <laughs> I think. I think we got a little toasted, if I remember correctly. I think we got a lot of tecates. <laughs> And Mezcal back in the room. Um, but the stadium actually got flooded. So the Lucha Libre we were supposed to see got postponed to the next day. So we were able to oh, still, bonus. yeah, yeah, it worked out. I don't know how we would have ever figured that out if we had walked all the way to the stadium. But we got to go and we got to experience a flash flood for the first and I hope last time of my life. And, you know, it was on my little lesbian romantic getaway it was it was pretty romantic getting stuck in the rain in a foreign city so <laughs> with your lesbian lover <laughs> it all worked out it all worked <laughs> out folks um again thanks to Haley for coming on the last couple episodes i mean Haley's a Haley is a regular guest yeah star. we're gonna put her in the circulation we've got more stories too i mean i don't know how many of them we could tell but we've got more stories <laughs> <laughs> i saw Haley's mom friday night she loved the podcast and she she reached out to me and said, I really liked the shout out. So, you know, every time we bring somebody on, maybe we're going to reach a few more trying to get to, we haven't discussed our new goal or what the reward will be, but we will figure that out. But for future episodes, the next episode we're going to tell is going to be the 12 days of Christmas, but it's going to have a should have been Thursday spin on it. And I, I think I have enough stories. I'm going to have Kelly keep thinking about it. Um, but I want to wish all our listeners, I want Kelly, join me in wishing them happy holidays. Happy holidays, y'all. Yeah, that's right. Kelly, thank you for finding time and this most wonderful and busiest time of the year to record tonight. Of course. This Jeff is, I, I would prefer to do this all day long versus shopping. Any, yeah. Wrapping. <laughs> oh, wrapping. Yeah, I don't, I don't really wrap anymore. <laughs> Gift bags for everyone. <laughs> She only raps if it involves a microphone these days, oh, folks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so we got the special episode next time. And then I'm looking for more stories for the next set. I think I have the next 10 episodes already established. But oh, shit. And people are really, they love. I think at first it was, people were slow to, to give me a story. And now they're like, wow, these bitches are so transparent with how terrible they are. <laughs> Like <laughs> it's a safe space. Yeah. They can, <laughs> can relate. Yeah. So send them in to us. Um, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. All the things. And I hope all of you ho ho hoes have a wonderful holiday. There's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes in this house. <laughs> That's right. We love our listeners. <laughs> I love you guys at this round table. Until next week. Bye lovers. Bye, y'all. Happy holidays. Stay awkward. <laughs> <laughs>